Hey guys, welcome back to Shed Happens Podcast. I'm Antonio, and I'm doing there with our co-host Min and our special guest Havin. Um, why don't you introduce yourself, Havin? Hi, I'm Havin. I'm a fourth year, um, graduating this semester, so and I'm trying to apply to med school after. Yeah, actually, I forgot that we're all graduating this semester. This semester. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, all looking for different things. So those of you who don't know, Min and I are also seniors. Um, we're fourth years at Case. Um, and did you mention you're studying? Oh, I'm pre-med. Pre-med biochem or something? Yeah, chemical biology, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, to you know, for today it matters, you know, because today we'll be talking about applying to colleges for those of you in that process or thinking of, of doing that or curious about our experiences. Yeah. Applying to colleges. So, what about your background? Uh, I'm, in, I'm a mechanical engineer with a finance minor. Did you go in knowing that you wanted to do Mackey? Um, I go in thinking about either Mackey or CS, but I choose Mackey because I like, like actually building stuff and like doing more physical thing rather than coding and internet things. Yeah, that's fair. I knew I was going to do biomedical engineering when I was applying, so it was like a lot easier for me to like focus my school mm. on like that. Did you know you wanted to be pre-med? Yeah, I came in during pre-med. I was actually a physics pre-med, and I took physics freshman year. Yeah. I was like, no, this is not for me. So I just changed all the way to chem. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's not right. For me, I prefer physics way more than chem. I horrible at chem. For no, me, it's no, bio, chem, physics. Oh. Or, or bio, E&M, chem, mechanics, orgo. Mm. <laughs> that's awfully specific. <laughs> that's yeah, cause, yeah, I can't just say physics. Right? I love E&M. I hate mechanics. Well, and mechanics chemistry, the fun chemistry part I can deal with, but like uh, orgo... <laughs> I hate I'm in a class right now drug delivery and it's basically just a trick for us to just do like it's basically like organic chemistry but like real life application I guess and it's just a trick for us to learn more we're going it's <laughs> terrible um, okay so I guess we'll hop right into it we can start off maybe like going over colleges we applied to mm. you know why we applied there things like that then you well, how about like college we got into we want to say apply to or got into? Either way. Uh, I apply, my ED1 is Bryce. Uh, I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Case is my EA. Uh, I applied to a bunch more school in the range of like top 30 to 60. That's mm-hmm. like my range. I didn't apply to any Ivy. I didn't apply to any like top 20 because I don't know. I think for me it's kind of unrealistic. Yeah. You mentioned also, I think, before And I'm an international student, so and I'm here on a scholarship, so that changed the equation right. a lot. So I have to downgrade myself because I have because uh, I'm not paying full tuition like a lot of international students. Right. Isn't that I think you mentioned before, like don't we talked about like international students applying early decision for some reason, right? Mm. Don't a lot of them apply ED? Oh, uh, I think like every single one because you have the best chance of getting in with ED and like as an inter- international student you either get in or you don't right If yeah. what if you fail like all I don't know 10 schools or 20 schools yeah, you yeah. apply to and you have to like take a gap year because I know who, friends who have that problem mm-hmm. right so a lot of them apply ED and I even know like uh, occasions where they got into the ED school but like the like the ED2 school or the EA school give a better scholarship mm-hmm. so they like they cancel like the ED contract, yeah, which is which is you shouldn't do that. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, early decision is essentially like you're applying to a college and you're basically you're saying that if I get in, I'm like committed to go here. And typically, the only exception for that is like financial reasons. Like yeah, they usually they just that. yeah, like financial in for like in, for international stu- student. Uh, when you apply to college, you have to prove your financial background, like every single thing, your parents' income. Your plan asset, but the thing is, uh, like college board, don't have any way to trace that or sure. make sure that you're giving the correct information. Yeah. So a lot of, I, I went to a pretty good high school, not a rich high school, but like a smart high school. I know some of my friends who have very wealthy families, but they lie on the financial documents so they can get a scholarship, yeah. so they can get more scholarship. Like for example, they have like you know five, six piece of land, but they only say they only have one. Sure. And they, you know, yeah, things like that. And like college board have no way to sure, yeah, yeah. make sure like that's correct. 
And so yeah, and one of my friends got into like he she almost got like a full ride to uh what school was that? I don't remember. I'll get back to it. But yeah, but she's like her family's super rich, but she yeah. paid like nine k a year. Fuck, that's insane, yo. Should've yeah, crazy. <laughs> no, but the thing is, for most international students, like Chinese or Korean, it's almost guaranteed that you have to full pay to go yeah, yeah. because there's so many of them, and um, they cannot. I don't know. Like, it's just not possible to give scholarship to everyone. Right. So it's usually scholarship for like smaller countries, like yeah, Vietnam yeah. or like country in Africa. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, like I if feel it, like yeah. most of the. International Chinese students as you seem more like well off. Like, yeah, they a hundred percent all of them are full pay. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> say in a month they're gonna pull it out. Yeah, so many. <laughs> all of them. It's like they all wear like designer clothes too. Yeah, and it's like streetwear like big brands. Yeah. But they don't look good in it though. Oh. Just saying. Oh, it doesn't is. fit for everyone. Yeah. So, uh, how about you? What what colleges are you um, considering applying to or getting into? So I applied to like twenty two schools, um, mainly because like our high school is really competitive as a public school. That's a West Coast thing too, right? Yeah, it like, is West a West Coast, Coast mindset. Is like yes, it's also like California. So I'm from California, and obviously UC is a whole thing. Stanford is also there. So I, I the things I remember, I applied to like five. Ivy League schools, um, Emory, Duke, Case here, UIUC, Purdue, and like all the UCs except for like Riverside and Merced, Stanford, like all those kind of schools. Um, Case was like an EA. Oh, I also applied to Boston College, which was also an EA. I never, e- I didn't do an ED because I didn't really want to commit to like a specific school. So I only did EA, and Case was an EA school that I got into, and then I like basically like got shafted on all my regular stuff. I got shafted on the UC application too. Well, UC has that big thing with yield protection, right? Yeah. So the yield protection is basically like if you have a really good like GPA stuff like that, and like um, your ACT scores, you kind of have a guaranteed acceptance to like like one of the UC schools. Uh, for me, it was, I think, I got into UC Santa Cruz. I also got into Davis, but I didn't get into like the higher yields one, like UCLA, Berkeley, San Diego. Well, for you, the yield protect though, isn't it also that like, they, some, some schools, some, isn't it, I thought, I thought it was they knew that you weren't gonna go there, so they don't bother accepting Oh yeah, there's, like there's, there's, there's some places like that, but I don't know, it's kind of like, weird about it they're like kind of weird about it but yeah i got like everyone like but it wasn't just me that got like shafted all all my classmates also got like like rejected from all a lot of the ucs that year and i was we were like all surprised because our school like one third of our school goes to berkeley and they they do ecs yeah that's just like how our school works is it a like a heavily asian school yeah we have 85 percent asians that sounds about right (laughs) Yes, very competitive. Our ACT average is 33. The entire school? Yeah. Wait, For what? a public school, that's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I think I went to a pretty decent public school, but like there were a lot of not too bright kids. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's interesting. All right, uh, well, I. See, I applied to UC. I applied to UCSD. Um, UCSD, I think 13 schools Emory, Case. Georgia Tech, Johns Hopkins, UPenn, William and Mary, Penn State, UPitt, um, U Richmond. Where else? Did I say UPenn? Yeah. BU, SAP, Boston University, 11. Maybe there's 11. But yeah. I ended up here because they gave the most money. Yo, I think that's everyone that comes here. I think there's like two, the case, case students are either like, I didn't get into it really, or case gave me the most money. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's like the huge, the um, biggest yeah. reason. Like that, yeah, I mean like, that. why? I, I know some case. students who surprised me and they're like, yeah, case was like my reach, like I really wanted to come here, like I barely got in. And I was like, 
not to like downplay case, like it is not it's thirty percent acceptance, right? Like our average scoring is probably like fairly high for like mm-hmm. probably like a thirty two ACT, I'd imagine, something like that. So it's not like it's it's a cakewalk to get in. But I don't know. They give you a lot of money. Yeah, that's that's definitely the best thing about it. Yeah, it's kinda like the Miss IV school. Like yeah, if yeah, you did you didn't get your E D Yeah, it's not as good as like Emory, because Emory's also one of the schools where it's like, Emory's like the school, I feel like, or maybe even like Vanderbilt, where it's like, mm, I didn't yeah. even know Ivy League, but like I still did a good school. This is like maybe the next year. Like, well, yeah. up there like the U or something. Yeah. I was definitely like thinking about Boston College and Case, but Boston College didn't give me any like scholarships. That's yeah. why I like chose Case. Yeah, I was, at, out of where I got a new, because I, I wanted to go to UCSD. They didn't give me any money. I mean, out of staters, yeah. expensive. Yeah. Emory yeah. private school expensive. BU private school expensive. There's like no money. Wait, so why didn't you apply to any other UCs? Because isn't like the UC application the same? Yeah, I was looking. So I knew I wanted to do BME, and I was like, I think a few of the UCs have a good BME programs, like San Diego, LA, and Berkeley. I think they all do. So I was just looking yeah. between those ones, and I was kind of like, as an out of state, I'm not gonna bother applying to like Berkeley or LA. I, like the vibes I heard just whack, right? Like. Really competitive, and I kept it. Like, that's not great. Um, and then also, like, I, know, I didn't really think I would get in. Like, I was already applying to like a certain. I was trying to like, vary my like reach safety target. Um, and I was already applying to like you know Hopkins and Tech, like Georgia Tech and Penn. And I was like, um, I don't really need to add more places I'm gonna get rejected from. Yeah, so, your tech was my was my top one for a while when I was applying. Like the best engineer. Yeah, they are the best MIT, engineer. I guess, but, like, but the thing is, there are state schools where you don't give scholarship, yeah. and well, so and I general, just can't though, afford relatively it. Relatively cheap. Yeah, like, it, for for what they offer, especially yeah. at the state school. Like, if you live in state, I think your tech is like eleven k or some shit, like really cheap. Well, meanwhile, if you want to go to Penn State or you Pitt, if you're living in Pennsylvania, it's like thirty five. Yeah, it is. And it's like, I don't, I don't know what UCs are. UCs well. also like 30-something K. I don't understand that. And like the K, what Case was giving me was basically that. So yeah. I was like, why not go to a private school then? Like right. go to a public yeah, yeah, yeah. school? Yeah. I don't believe it. Georgia Tech actually might be like 20. Either way, it's like thousands of differences. Thousands of dollars different than normal yeah. public schools. And especially for what you get, it's like well worth it. Yeah. Did you end up getting an internship? Uh, I didn't apply, actually. Oh, right, cause you, because you, I, I didn't have like... I mean, financial-wise, I didn't have enough funds to go to Georgia Tech. Yeah. And uh, I got into uh, Grinnell, okay. Connecticut, and Tulane, but they all didn't give in, like, enough money or, like, the amount I asked for. Yeah, yeah, So, like, yeah, Case is, like, the only one I'm like, oh, wow, that's a that's big a number. Nice, that's that's a, a decent number. Like, I, I can work with this number. <laughs> And so that's, yeah, that's the biggest reason why I'm here. Yeah. I literally didn't do any research on Case before I came I mean, here. A lot of people who apply to Case, too, it's like, I think it's like a free application. It is, it is. Yeah, and no essay. No, no essay. essay. So, so sometimes people just click the button. And yeah. Like, then they end up here. That's yeah. what I did. So it's kind of funny that that guy works out like That's that. exactly what I did. <laughs> also, I just thought of it, U Michigan. I also applied there. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking of schools I didn't get into. Mm-hmm. And it was like U Michigan, Penn, Hopkins, yeah. Georgia Tech. Those are the four schools I didn't get into. Oh. Um, and it sucked because like Penn, like I, I, I Hopkins is like my top choice. They have the best BME program. Um, but at Penn, I did research there. I had like a professor write me a letter, and I still didn't get in. And like it, that makes sense. It's like Penn, right? But I worked with um, in like the research lab I was at. His son, his son also didn't get in. Oh, so isn't that like legacy? Oof. Right. But like, not even legacy. It's like here. Weird dad is a professor there, right? And he's like working at a school, yeah. so it's it's tough. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely tough. And actually, I knew someone who was at my school who applied, and I think I knew two people who were legacies for like Penn, neither of them got in. Yeah. It's not so hard it is to get into the, get into Ivy's. I mean, like, how worried were you when you apply to school? Like, how, oh, what if I don't get anything? Like how I was stressed and how anxious because were Pitt you? offered like rolling admissions. Oh. I really like Pitt and I applied sometime in October I heard back in like three weeks. That's cool. And I was like, okay, this is nice because I know I'm going to go somewhere. So there's like a safety, there's yeah. like a net. And I really like Pitt. Honestly, like sometimes I think I wish I went there because I have a lot of friends there. The campus is beautiful. It's like a much better size than Case. Like Case mm-hmm. kind of sucks because we're so small. It's like, you know the, the thing that's called like, like the six fears of, of influence or whatever. The thing where it's like 
I know Min, Min knows this person, that mm -hmm. person knows that, and it's like, yeah. everyone in the world, quote unquote, is connected through like six or seven connections. At case, it's like two, max. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know someone who knows someone, and I, they know the whole campus, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, which, in my opinion, kind of sucks. Uh, I don't know, it's like, I like, I don't know. You like having more people to yeah. get to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. For sure, me, public or like, school. more like options, I guess. So I, I don't know. I, I don't want to be, I don't know. I just wish there was, uh, but Pitt, Pitt was like a good size. They were maybe on the bigger end, but. but also, nice. Case is weird because if you look at Case demographic, you have to look at the, like, for the American student and then the international student. And like, for international student, like 70 or more of them are Chinese sure. and that's like a, their own community that's like their yeah. own secluded groups and they don't really yeah. span out that much. I remember like freshman year like fourth floor we lived in Smith and like there were just these like four international Chinese kids who just stay there all day yeah. in the common room and like by themselves and it's like I, I understand being around people you're comfortable with but like I personally it's just a personality like character thing I want to like meet new people, right, and like, get to know new people, especially as, like, a freshman, mm -hmm. right? Maybe not so much now, I guess, like, <laughs> now, like, now that I'm a graduate, I've talked to Hobbit about this, like, I only want to spend time with people who, like, I, you know, know, I actively yeah. want to spend yeah. time with, or I'm okay meeting new people, but, like, that's to be, like, interesting, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to, like, I don't know, um, but my freshman year, it's, like, I don't know, being around the same few people, like, in that close-knit group, I understand being, like, comfortable, and like, maybe people don't want to have the social experience in college. They just want to come and get the piece of paper that tells them they can get a job, right? But, I don't know. The thing, uh, yeah, I feel the thing is um, cultural shock is a very huge thing. Sure. True. Yeah, when you're, like, from Chinese, I feel like a lot of those kids have, like, a very similar background to me. Like, you yeah. go to, like, a really a good high school, really specialized high school, and your parents tell you, because, uh, like, for Chinese and Vietnamese, if you want to go to college, you go through an exam, like a huge exam, mm -hmm. and your college is based on that exam. Yeah, so like if you don't want to take that route, the only route you have is study abroad, if your parents have the financial needs to do that. Mm -hmm. Isn't it also really difficult to do that, like the testing? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like specific schools. Yeah. I know in China specifically, too, it's like the applicant pool is like... Yeah, it's so huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I worked with someone in London, I was at Penn, who went to like a really good school in like China, and like, the acceptance rate there is like 0.001% or something, yeah. I'm like... Cause yes, because those schools are extremely competitive, yeah. and those kids are like, I don't know, or you know, like the typical Asian computer, yeah. Yeah. right? They are extremely good at math, they just apply formula, they can grind, study like 10 yeah. hours a day, sure. right? The, like the ideal <laughs> Asian computer, yeah, yeah. and like for, I don't know, in China, in, China, in the case of China, uh, companies in China prefer kids graduate from uh, Chinese university compared to like U.S. university because they think that if you already went through that process, it's extremely hard, extremely, yeah. 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 So they uh, they prefer that. Yeah, like, actually, because American, like, if you look at global rankings, like, American universities are always, like, in the top spots, right? Yeah, true. Sure. Like, I mean, for me, if I go back to Vietnam with uh, an American degree, That's Good, right? That's good. Yeah, yeah, they would prefer that to a Vietnamese degree because we are like a young country, We're not super yeah, developed. Like developed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's also like SATs. You have a, like a lot of them, like or like ACTs. Like you have them throughout the year, and you yeah. just sign up for one. But like in Korea, like that's once a year thing. So if really? you if you fail it and you can't get into college, you have to study for a whole year to it. Yeah. So you basically yeah. take a gap year. What are your guys' thoughts on standardized testing? Standardized testing? Like SAT and ACT, I guess, specifically. I think it's hard. I hate it, but I think it's needed because there's so many, so much difference in, like, schools, like, high schools. Like, the school that you come from and I come from are, like, so different. So, sure. like, it's just a way to, like, standardize everything. So, I was thinking about this because I've been studying for the MCAT for, like, a couple months, and I took it recently. And I was like, I hate how, like, how much you have to study. But, like, it's the only way that, like, schools know like yeah. relatively how good you are to like other students in other schools mm. even yeah yeah i feel the argument against standardized testing is uh how um like poor kids don't have the same like tutoring the same sure. like yeah. consultant experience like rich kids because i tutor uh for like 
last year when I was in Vietnam, I tutor like co- kids who are applying to college. I tutor them for SAT and ACT. Sure. And like their family is extremely rich. They yeah. not they are great kids. They not that smart. Right. But like obviously, I feel like I help a lot to boost their SAT grade up. Mm-hmm. Cause they start from at like a twelve hundred, and now they're at like fourteen something, mm-hmm. which is a good score already. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, so I mean, like assuming if the same kid who doesn't have ex- uh, exposure to tutoring, they wouldn't be able to pass that standardized yeah, test. I agree. Right. But the thing is, if we don't do standardized testing, like what else do we do? Cause like an essay don't say much, sure, right? Yeah. The essay don't say how good you are at doing math. For example, sure. but it happened this year, right? Yeah, well, that's UCs, what happened. UCs in, weren't in looking at SATs or ACTs. Well, schools are starting to like because of COVID, so yeah. like you cannot host tests. Yeah. So like they start. They're like, just yeah. looking at GPA and extracurriculars, which it's I think is weird. I yeah. Can't imagine yeah. like, I mean, actually, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. I want to talk about certain testing because okay, that, yeah. that brings me to extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. There's no point what I'm talking about, but I think that for me, I don't know if this is like, I don't know, I think that. For standardized testing, if you like put in the time to study, you should get a good score. I never really like, which is why I think it's like bad because at least for SAT and ACT specifically, it's different than like MCAT, right? Mm-hmm. MCAT it's like actual information that like you yeah. learned and like if you put in the time, you can do good, right? Sure, like any test. But this one for SAT and ACT specifically, it's like a formula, right? It's like yeah, it it's the same test. If you do it enough times, you may do enough practice problems, you should do good. Yeah. Which is my issue with it. And I think that maybe, like, I think, are they like this in Vietnam, where, like, the tests to get in their schools and stuff are for specific categories? What do so, you mean? Like, 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 you know how, like, IB schools, for example, like, you focus on, like, three, like, you focus on three um, advanced classes and three, like, honors classes. So it's, like, you really, you really like physics, math, and bio. And your other three classes are, like, Spanish, English, yeah, I mean that's and you take tests like the subject tests, basically subject tests. I think that might be a little bit more reflective of a useful standardized test. I it might be a bit too specific, but I think that's a bit more useful because it's like it's actually reflective of you knowing the information as opposed to like being able to like like a computer. Yeah, 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 being able to comprehend like a passage or something. Like I don't think SAT ACT is that worthwhile. I suppose I think there has to be some metric to judge. Mm-hmm. Everyone on the same level, but I don't know if ACT and SAT as they are now is the way to do it. So, like, how useful do you think like SAT subject tests are? I would say like they're more useful. Really? I think so. I don't know. I've, I've, I've took the math, physics, and chem one. Obviously, they were hard. Like they were like. Oh really? They were. Like, I mean, come on. Compared to the compared to the SAT and ACT at least. Okay. Um, and I would say they're harder than. I took the math and the physics one. Yeah. Because um, the math one, it's like if you get one question off, like you have to get a perfect score yeah. to get a hundred, because so many people take it. Yeah. And if no one takes it who isn't. The issue is isn't good, good at math. Good yeah. At it, right. Yeah. So yeah. The issue is you could be good at math, you get a question wrong, you're already down to like seven ninety or yeah. sixty or something, right? And so if you're being compared to like a higher bark, yeah. I guess you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and also you're being tested for the actual information. I think that's a bit more, a bit more practical. It might be a bit too specific for like general college applications because you don't go in all the time knowing what you're going to do. So there's that. But. Yeah. I don't know. I took math, bio, and Korean. Korean, like... Oh, wait, I, I took bio, actually. Took oh, bio. you did take bio? Yeah. I took it before I took... Bio, I don't know. It wasn't, wasn't as hard so as... Kind of oh, okay. Yeah. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know. I took, I took Korean ninth grade. But it's also like I wasn't really fluent, fluent in, in ninth grade. And yet, like... I think a lot of people did breeze by the whole test. So I don't know like how indicative it is, but it's also a language course. Right. But I yeah. heard like Spanish is so hard compared to like a Korean test. I don't know. Well, any language test is hard to tell because uh, yeah. if you're like a Chinese American and your par- your parents speak Chinese, you basically fluent at Chinese since you are like a kid. So is that Chinese test gonna be indicative of yeah. you know your ability to learn a new language? Or anything like that. Exactly. That's that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, what you were saying before. Extracurriculars. Yeah, like, I mean, in general, the application process, like the analysis or whatever the colleges do to analyze your application, like between like GPA and extracurriculars, it's like one, like 
one thing that really bothered me in in high school was that like you know I we had like a weighted GPA or something yeah. and unweighted right and so the weighted basically is that if you take an AP course and you get an A let's say that's like a four point two but if you oh, take an honors yeah. course and you get an A that's a four point one and a normal course and you get an A that's a four point zero let's say it's like that it's okay. not the actual breakdown yeah. which should be done right what pissed me off about that was that I could be taking an AP class and get like a B plus and someone with an honors class who gets like an A minus their GPA is going to be higher than mine because like and like for us at least in my school the discrepancy between honors and AP was like astounding. Like I wasn't able to fit AP physics in my schedule, AP physics two in my schedule senior year. So I just took honors physics two, and like, no offense to any of the students, like they were not the brightest group. Um, <laughs> like the, the class was taught. Like I probably did no work for that class and easily got an A. And it was like, as opposed to like when I took AP chem or like AP physics one, like that shit was hard. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And so I, I, that really annoyed me in terms of like GPA. And so like. That, I think, is a discrepant thing, because like then when colleges look at your unweighted GPA, um, someone has an honors A, and someone has a, uh, which is a 4.0, and then a B and AP, which is a 3.0, big GPA difference, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's like not very reflective. And then across schools, even, you know, if you're comparing my school to your school, which I'm like completely yeah. different, I guess that's the one nice thing about standardized tests, but how do, you com- how do you compare our two schools when you're analyzing like, yeah. as a college admissions person? Yeah, especially you have like me in the equation with like international school yeah, and like my grade is from like zero to ten, not not <laughs> yeah. like one to four. Yeah, yeah. So, and I don't know, like during I know my high school, I didn't I didn't give a shit about my high school. Yeah. Course. Like I didn't study anything in high school. I got like a if you turn it to like a four point scale, it's like a three point five out of four point right. which is pretty so, bad. Well, no, <laughs> for like a high school student. Fine. But like the thing is, as an international student, like you already know that you, they're not gonna look at your GPA, right. oh, yeah, sure. unless you go to like an international high school. So yeah, like it's yeah, more standardized. Yeah. yeah, but I go to like a public high school in Vietnam. True. So. What's that magnet school? Right? What? I thought you went to that magnet school. It's like a. It's called high school for a gifted. But you just apply to get in. Right? Yeah, you yeah, you have to go a, through a test to get in. It's like a magnet schools are like admissions process public school. Yeah. You have to get a test to get in, and yeah, and acceptance rate is like eight percent. It's not super high, but yeah, it's a very like selective school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was thinking about it, and maybe it's like you compare rather than comparing like you versus me. It's like me versus another student that's yeah, also yeah. applying that's from the same high school. Because mm-hmm. our high school, like that, would probably be indicative of like how. Well, you all few did because our high school we had also like a percentile thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the class rank and stuff. No, like, well, not really, but like it's like people from the top ten percent of our class had a GPA of four point oh, or or to a three point nine eight. Oh my god! Like when they graduated. That's insane. Oh, that's unweighted. Sure. So I had a three point nine two which was, I was on the 20th percentile. So I was like, oof. And then, but yeah, like if you like weigh everything, then like it changes everything, right? Yeah. And then extracurriculars, that's like, I don't know, how do you like, Yeah, it is. How do you, like if you talked about like lying before we started recording, like if I thought about like, cause when you were filling it out, I didn't think about lying. I thought I thought that like, this would be so easy to lie, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like yeah. what stops me from going, Varsity football, like you know what I mean, like oh chess team captain, you know what I mean, like like yeah for all as, gonna, they don't ask for references, especially you know I mean? yeah for things like if you say you work in an organization, or if you lie about something that basically untraceable, don't say you get like an award at something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But if you lie like oh I did this project at at this organization, but in but the fact is you were at the organization, but you just do like a small part. But you say, oh, I lead everything, sure. right? Like, how do they really track that? They're not going to call yeah. every org. They're not, yeah. For every applicant, especially at a school like UCLA, it's like, how many applicants yeah, do you have? tons and tons. Thousands of yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so to a point, it's become very, like, surface level. And, like, I did a lot of EC uh, in high school. Oh, uh, I did so much. Yeah. in high school. Yeah. Like, when I came back out, I said I need to chill out. I did it. I kept doing more stuff, but I did like everything in high school. 
Yeah, I feel like. Uh, but how much do you think it really helps? You know what I mean? That's yeah. Like my thing, I don't know. You know? Yeah. So I think that's the strongest part of my application was like I took a bunch of APs and I did a lot of extra. If you have, I feel like if you have like I don't know, if you can fill it out, like it's like five things, right? I think the max you can put ten. I had more than five, five, five to ten, right? Yeah, I put like ten too. I put ten, but I was like, I could put more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have like, huh? Which one should I do? Like, yeah. And now I was thinking like things that would be more beneficial for me to put on there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's not. They don't even ask you really to describe your like duties and stuff. I'm yeah. pretty sure if I remember correctly on the common app at least. They asked you just to put what it was. Yeah, yeah it's just it like the name and like a description, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I thought, I thought, but I thought it was like GPA is kind of like the gate. So like they look at your GPA and if you're already lower than like whatever, sure. you just didn't even look at your extracurriculars. I thought that's how it works, no? I think it depends on the school because some schools really go for like, oh, we're so holistic. We look at everything. Oh, that's so like, BS, dude. Which is 100% BS. Like there's, there's no a, way. There's um, I forget what it's called. I was really into like the admissions process when I was younger, like since middle school, I was looking at colleges and stuff. But um, when I was looking at the like more more detailed like in high school and stuff, there's like um, spreadsheets that that colleges all colleges have to put out. The name isn't coming to me right now, but basically on there, not only does it give you a breakdown of like scoring and things and stuff like that, it gives you a breakdown of how they go about um, like ranking students or whatnot, or like seeing if they're like eligible to get in or whatever, because they have like a very important, important, somewhat important, like not important sort of scale. And they go like GPA and then it's like a checkbox and it's like proximity to campus and there's like a checkbox for like legacy, there's a checkbox. Wow. So like, I'll, I'll, I'll try and pull it up. I'll, I'll like keep talking. I completely forget what it's called, but it's really interesting information because you get to yeah. see exactly how people, yeah. like, like how they evaluate. I mean, if you like, uh, like I feel we all, like when we apply to college, we're like, we very, I don't know, committed. We study hard. We do a lot of things. But if I'm talking about my college applying experience at at this at this point in my life, I feel like it doesn't really matter, right? Sure. Why didn't high school didn't really matter for me at this point in my life, right? Because all my, for example, in my resume, there's nothing about my high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. as soon as you get a sophomore year, they like take it off. Yeah, and like it's no matter how I don't know how stressed you are, how, how important you think it is, but like, if you get one acceptance and you go to like one school, it's, you got it, it right? Like, yeah. I mean, the only thing college really gives you, like a name gives you, is, that's it, a name, right? Like, some schools sure are better for certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, part of the reason why I chose Case and post and else I got in was because, because we were such a small school, there were so many research opportunities, and like, my freshman year, I was able to get one. A lot of people are in the same boat, right? And like, I was able to get opportunities at Case that I wouldn't have elsewhere. But I think as long as you're the kind of person who, I think it comes more down to your personality and where you are. Like, if you're the kind of person who has that drive to go and do things, you can do that at a state school, you can do it at an Ivy, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the name might get you through the door, but you can get, you can get, you can open the door yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not necessarily worth the extra amount of money or, or mm-hmm. hassle. Like, one of my friends, she, um, it was between UPIT and Cornell. And yeah, she got into Cornell. It was like a great school, right? Mm-hmm. But UPIT was giving her basically like enough scholarship. She got into honors college and like, she only had to pay like 5000 a year or something. Cornell, nothing. So it would come out to like, let's say every four years, like 20K versus like 200K. Yeah. And it's like, is it worth it? Really? For an Ivy League, especially one like one of the biggest like suicide yeah. rates of any college campuses? Yeah. Like, is that, is it worth that extra like hassle and effort? She's doing fine now. She just caught up with like, Hyundai or Nissan or some car company, like, and I don't know, I don't, I don't know necessarily if it's worthwhile to stress that much about it. I mean, I was like so stressed out about it. I recorded actually, I was so into it, I recorded all of my like reactions to like when I was opening it. I, I after I would apply to a school, I would draw their logo, put when I applied, when I hear back, and every week I would like cross out a week that went by. I, I had them on my wall, taped up. They're still on my. They were so extra. I was really into the process. Wow. Yeah, I recorded every video of me opening it. And the first, one of the first ones I opened, it was like pen. And I remember I had like, I had like a choir concert that night. So underneath my like tuxedo, I had like a pen shirt on. And like I got, I got an email during the concert. I was like, okay, I gotta open this when I get back home. Because if not, it's not gonna be a good day, you know, if they don't hear it. So I'm like sitting there. I just like distinctly remember this one reaction where it was like, I click on it. And like, uh, it, <laughs> it's part of the research I did. Like apparently like if you, if you get in the 
pen, like when you open the application page, like confetti will fall down. It's like open it, your confetti. She goes, "We're sorry to inform you that <laughs> my heart dropped." Inside. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. You read it first three word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. 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 it's not congratulations, <laughs> it's just not it. And then we have like fast forward like two months. I'm like, like after work, like at the Y, I'm like coming back. I'm like, or, like you know, I got like, you know. Full hair, like you know what I mean. I was like, "Oh, got to be okay, great." Like just like <laughs> the description, the, the, how it changed yeah. over the course of oh, a few months is funny, but yeah. Common data set is what it's called, by the way. Mm-hmm. I pulled it up, so every college has it. Um, so it tells you all the undergrads they have, how they're applying, ethnicity breakdown. Um, let me skip to the. Is it? Okay, so here it is. So what they do is they have it so. So they rank it, very important, important, considered, not considered. And it goes from, and every school fills this out. Uh, rigor of secondary school record. So I guess, like, how hard the school was based on, like, prior candidates and stuff. Class rank, academic GPA, standardized test score, application essay recommendations. Those are all academic. And then non-academic, interview, extracurricular activities, talent ability, character, personal qualities, first generation, alumni relation, geographic residence, state residency, Religious affiliation, racial ethnic status, work or volunteer work, work experience, and level of applicant interest. Wow, that's interesting because like, we see case like oh, a lot of stuff that's important: rank, GPA, secondary school record, extracurriculars, and then the important category: essay recommendations, talent, like ability, interview, things like that. But some schools like I know the level of applicant interest is super important. For some reason, I don't really understand why, but some schools have that rank as like much more important than the um, But it's interesting that to, to look at this and like maybe know why you didn't get it, right? Because if you have a strong part, of it, I think some of my essays were pretty strong when I wrote for. for I feel like you shouldn't look at things. it if you if you didn't get into it. Just, well, just know, like, let go. You'll know, like, <laughs> you'll know certain things are more important. Like, if you know a level of applicant interest is important. Make sure to visit or something. Yeah, yeah make sure to visit. Make sure to go to events. Make sure to I don't know, sign up for their emails yeah. list. Things like emails that. Emails list. Oh my goodness. Oh uh, yeah. Another thing I want to bring up is like the consultation business of mm, college, yeah. like college consultation. Like, like in re- recently, there's like a whole scandal. Was that? Yeah, yeah, with uh, that celebrity, right? Yeah, like the one who was on like Full House or something. I forget. Then no, there's like a guy who know, uh, like an administrator, yeah. an admin at school for like a sport club, oh. and he just like give oh, him money like, and like oh if you can tell if you can just like oh we want tell the school that you want this kid for like for some stupid sport or some not not important sport yeah. like I don't know, rowing, rowing, oh. <laughs> oof. And Oof, rowers. Our rower listeners out there. And, and I don't mean like, like yeah, but like I think it's it was rowing sure. in that stock yeah. yeah. So, and yeah, and then you pay like I don't know fifty k, hundred k, some two hundred k. You And yeah, and like everyone's happy beside the actual players, right? Yeah. And it's it's not, uh, it's been happening for a long time, yeah. right? It's not. Only at one school, at every school, and yeah. even further to that, it's like in Vietnam. If you study abroad, it's not like everyone, but like there's a lot of companies who do that kind of business. And uh, in Vietnam, there are companies that like will pay out colleges. No, not pay out college, but like who will help you prepare for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I would say at least eighty percent to ninety percent people who want to go to, especially America, mm-hmm. go through one of those consultation business and it can range from like 5k like probably even more than that like 5k where they I don't know they just review your essay they maybe help you do your SAT a bit up to like 150k where they like guarantee you get into like the top 10 school they will like talk to your school to pack your GPA they will like help you prepare an exam or they even like they even like hire people to take the SAT for you and it's even like get yeah, to that extent, and there's like a huge scandal like during my year where like uh, the Chinese student cheat on exams on SAT exams. So we used to have like uh, six per years, and it cut down to like three per years, three exams per years because like Chinese cheats a lot. In Vietnam? No, in Ch- in China. 
So and they cut the entire yeah yeah entire area region. And there's like also like a movie in Thai about exact same thing, where like because there's like a time zone different. Like if you for like the SAT, if you take SAT on for example on October 10, which is today. The people in Australia will take it before the people in China. So there's a kids in Australia who will take the test first, record everything, and then send to China because it's like I don't know five hours, ten hours yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. So they have all the solution ahead, and they can just <laughs> it's 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 easy game, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, the movie is like bad genius. It's called bad genius. It's a good movie. So is it like comedy or is it just like it's more of like it's not a documentary. It's more like a, a movie. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. I used a third party, mm-hmm. like not like for SAT testing or anything. Just like for my personal statement. Honestly, I think all he did for me was basically be grammarly. Like, yeah. really do, he doesn't know my life, right? So, he, like, yeah. he can't really help me with my narrative. Mm-hmm. He, all he just fixed up was, like, technical stuff. Like, you should, like, use this word instead of that. And, like, just, like, fix up some sentences. That's all he did. And I feel like that was just a big waste of time. Yeah, yeah a lot of time it's not worth it yeah. to... Right. Yeah, because if you know... Uh, I Someone went through a process already, yeah. and you like have a close connection with them. You can just ask them yeah. how it's like, how to how to write a personal statement, and they already know all of that because they went through it. Yeah. It will be it will be free compared to yeah. paying like a stupid amount of money. Right, I can see it being useful if like if you're English is your first language, just adapt, just like grammar like you're saying. But personally, I I don't use any third parties. I like. Um, I think maybe I had some, a few friends who were like pretty good in English, or, like they were here above us, so like they were, they just started college and they were like studying English. I had one of them I think looking over at us later too, and I had my 12th grade English teacher, shout out to Mr. Fouchette. He like, I just like sat down with him sometimes at the end of the day and we just like talked about like what I should write about or like how I should like think of it and like I forget exactly the advice he, he gave me, but I just know that some of my essays like would, would have gone a whole different direction if he did help, and I feel like they turned out pretty yeah, I mean, I also went through a third party, and like I got the cheapest option, like the the 5k. Yeah, the 5k <laughs> where they like review <laughs> one of the one fifty man. That's poor. Yeah, um, I could have been, I could have at Harvard right heard, now. Yeah. yeah, fuck. If I have a hundred fifty k, if I have a hundred fifty k, I don't even need to to go to college. <laughs> to invest that shit. Yeah, <laughs> and you're basically set at eighteen years old, but. But like it, for me, it was helpful because my English was horrible back then. Not saying it's not horrible now, but it was horrible back then. I didn't yeah. know how to write. Uh, my reading and like listening was good, but my speaking and writing is dog shit. So that was really helpful for me, like to help me to find my writing style. Because it, uh, in a lot of Asian country, they don't they don't emphasize on literature or writing or like not hard science. Yeah. Right. It's very, everything is about math. Yeah, everything is about math, uh, physics, or chem. That's like the big top three. Yeah, that's how you have technological development. <laughs> no English majors out here making a car. Oh, <laughs> rip, bro. True. Okay. Well, have an episode where we have like people come on here, like social sciences, or like business, and all those stuff. Actually, I came in as a BA in finance. Mm. I was looking for a school that would allow me to do both. Part of the reason why I came to case. We have like dual majors or like secondary majors here. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some schools, I told them I wanted like I was like, hey, how long am I taking to do engineering and business degree? And one of them, I think, I forget if it was Pitt or Michigan, they laughed at me. They're like, no way, <laughs> eight years, seven years, or something, right? Do you it was possible, but like, I'm graduating a semester early, and like, I didn't have to work. I, I, I have to work very hard because that's the case mindset, working hard, right? Um, but it would have been even worse if I had to do a whole other major. Well kind of straying away for like people who are coming into college and necessarily not like you know us kind of like have we had an idea of like what we wanted to like do even like for us too I guess we got like more concrete than I guess men like what if like someone has no idea like what they want to do like how would you like give them advice on like what they should be doing like their first year of college because I feel like it's also like yeah you can like 
do a lot of different courses, see what you like. But it's also like there's that fear of like not being able to finish in time. Yeah. Because obviously that's a huge stressor. I think it depends on the school. Because I know like I would definitely recommend people like looking into this. But in some colleges don't even allow you to like switch out of a college you apply yeah. in. I think one of the nice things about cases that aside from my nursing school, like you can switch, switch yeah. between majors. And like another nice thing is that like especially between College of Arts and Science and Engineering, um, requirements are like very similar for the first year or two, or for the first year or semester two. So like, you know, like we both took chem, we both took physics, um, we both took math. Okay. Yeah. Is it like every, uh, Even business people need to take most math, engineering science. major or first year classes is similar. It's yeah. the same. Well, most engineering, even with arts and science. Yeah. It's just the same yeah, classes. I, like I would say people should look into, ensure their school is like that if they don't have an idea what they want to do. And then also like looking at classes that line up between different majors that might be interested in. Right? So like if I'm between like mech E and I'm between bio, I'm thinking maybe even like econ or something. Then like, you know, most courses, are, most colleges are going to have like a general education requirement, right? So it's not really going to be a waste of the class as long as you're not taking too many. So like, you know, if you took econ, it would count as like a breath elective or something, right? So, you know, take any kind of course, take a bio course, take uh, some intro engineering course. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, basically like try it out. That's what, that's yeah. why you're in college for it. It's like your own time to try yeah. to find out what you, what you want and... I, for me, biggest hope is like reach out and talk to people, mm-hmm. right? If you don't know if you want to do Mekki or not, talk to a Mekki student yeah. and ask like how do they feel, like what do they have to do, what will they be doing mm-hmm. when they graduate, and it's like the same thing. Uh, and like just in general, I feel the best thing about college mm-hmm. that maybe make it worth it is the ability to meet a lot of people, mm-hmm. right? And if uh, it's yeah. not you go like more. T- than like connection, friend, yeah, friends and connections, and you know, if you know like a hundred people, you know, chances are one of them gonna be extremely talented at something, sure. right? And like having those kind of like con- like background connection will help you a lot in the future. Yeah, yeah. So that's like the only, I feel like the biggest uh, positive impact of college for me, and I mean like. Even like for me as an international student, like I don't see my future in the United States, but I still very you know, enjoy the, the connection I've made, the friendship I made, and I know it will be you know helpful at some point in my life. Yeah. And especially if you are an international student, and a lot of them do this, that they just bond into their own groups. They don't reach out because you know culture shock. It's a different thing. It's a lot to process, and you know I don't want to shit on them about it because I understand how it feels. Yeah. As then how it feel to be, you know, don't feel like you belong, right. but try, you know, yeah. just just try. Your four year of college is when you're kind of adult, but you don't have the responsibilities to become an adult, Definitely. right? So just do, just try, yeah, just try it out. I think uh, be open minded. Correct to what you were saying about meeting people. Like, if you're first semester and you know what you want to do, like, reach out to not just students, but like, I think professors, like, yeah, or no, just like. Uh, professionals, yeah. right? Like, if you, if you're, you know, if your goal of college is, most people anyway, to get a job afterwards, you know, to get a job that you ideally don't hate doing, mm-hmm. right? So reach out to mechanical engineers, reach out to doctors, like see, like you know, if that is what you want to do before, like there are so many pre-meds <laughs> who end up switching out, right? So many PMDs yeah. who end up switching out. Everyone does it. Like, and figure that out sooner rather than later, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess another question is like, what do you think is the biggest change from like high school to college, other than like you're like in a dorm and like you're out of parents? Because for me, like I did a lot of extracurriculars. I guess this also has to do with the parent thing, but like I definitely like I didn't necessarily stop. But I definitely did reduce like a lot of the extracurriculars that I've been doing, and like I guess my study habits also kind of changed, and like going to class is not required. So I guess I'm not the best student, so I didn't go to a lot of classes. Sure. Yeah. Do you think it changed as you like progressed through college? Or did yeah. your mindset's been like relatively No, I think it changed because in like I hated missing school in like high school because like of the, all the work that was backed up. Yeah. And like you know they didn't have recordings back then, so if you're sure. absent, you're absent. You have to make it up on your own time. 
and like volunteering i think volunteering is a different thing because like i like don't like going to it but like once i'm there and i'm volunteering like the time that i am like i really do enjoy it but just like like the laziness before all that is like i guess is like what stops me and like i guess my mom would be like forcing me to go and then i would enjoy it and then i would go back home but like coming to college obviously i don't have that push from my parents I think it definitely, like, depends on who you are as a person. Like, I think, like, so many of our friends, right, like, seem to be really driven by, like, a parental, like, yeah. push, mm-hmm. especially like, based on, like, backgrounds and stuff. Like, sometimes, like, that's the drive, driving factor. And I think, like, personally, I was fortunate enough where, like, a lot of my, like, drive for, like, school and, like, accomplishments and stuff, like, doesn't stem from my parents. Like, they'll always encourage me and, like, support me. But they never really, which honestly, like, I kind of wish they did more. Like, I, I, I'm glad I wasn't, it wasn't as, like, stress-strenuous as, like, a lot of West Coast kids I know. Um, I'm glad they were a little bit more like that, because, like, I guess their expectations were lower, being, like, because, like, you know, like, I had, like, when I was an immigrant, like, she didn't go to college or anything, like, it was kind of like, remember, like, when Danielle's mom, she told me, like, just to graduate or something? It was kind of like that vibe where it was, like, they didn't really know too much about colleges, and it wasn't, like, you know, they were pushing me like to always they want me to do my best but they weren't necessarily like forcing me to do my best or forcing me to go like here and there I kind of wish they did looking back on it because I have inner motivation but like there's always a limit to that right yeah I think when you get to college you have to like really think really know that like everything you do is driven by yourself and like the goals that you want like no one's going to be holding your hand through the whole time yeah actually like looking back like in high school like they I think they set a lot of expectations Mm -hmm. that kind of became mine like when i came to college Mm -hmm. yeah because like i mean we both do kendo together Mm -hmm. and obviously like i was forced to do it when i was a kid and but then like now i do it on my own time for like my myself and that's like the same with grades too like i think like my parents definitely pushed me so that like i do get good grades but like now i have like my own expectations that i should be like aiming for an a rather than like selling for a b um, and I guess like that became like it like transitioned from like a parental expectation to like my own expectation. But, I think one of the weird things about case two is it brings in the third factor, which is like case expectations. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to talk about this in some podcasts, but case expectations are like ridiculous because you mentioned like you're taking like eighteen credits at some point, right? And that's a lot. But at case, you need to take eighteen credits because if not, you're not doing something right. Like. Oh, you're only taking 15 credits? Like, oh. <laughs> oh, you sleep eight hours last night? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I feel like for me, uh, I mean, like similar to you, like my parents don't even speak English. Right. They have no clue what I'm doing here. They just know. <laughs> they, they, they just like, they, yeah, they're generally like supportive. Like, oh, if you need money, tell us. But like, in general, like they, like in general, I'm very fortunate that I have, my parents are very supportive and they believe in me, mm-hmm. that they allow me to explore different things, allow me to do things on myself to, to see, uh, yeah, to see what I want. Because like coming to America was my idea that I told them that I wanted to do. Rather than, compared to like a lot of international students, like their parents have money and like, oh, because we have money, we have the funds to do it, you should do it. Because, you know, why not? Yeah, like, sure. why stay in here, right? Yeah. So, uh, and I feel the biggest change in college for me is, like, definitely study habit. Like, no one's going to tell you when to study. No one's going to tell you to go to class. I mean, the same thing in high school, but I, I didn't give a shit about high school. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do, I just, literally, like, in high school, I go home, I go to class, go home, play video games until night. My life? Right now? <laughs> yeah, and then, and then go to class again and just keep repeating. Like, the most study I did is, like, the two weeks before my SAT test. So, so I can do... So I can, so you can go to America. Yeah, yeah, so I can go to America because that's the important part. But honestly, I didn't get, care about my high school. So, like, coming to college with that same mindset, it fucks me up my freshman year. Even though... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though, like, everything in my freshman year, I already studied it. Yeah. I already learned it in Vietnam because, you know, because the curriculum is heavily emphasis on hard science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the physics, all the chem, yeah. all the math, I already learned all that. I still have a hard time because I've never studied, like, by myself. Mm. 
Well, like I've never wanted to study because I never need to study. Yeah. So like that's why in freshman year, my first semester was like kind of aim, but like the second semester when you start getting like some real class, it started to hit that my GPA like go like wow. I'm like okay, I need to. I'm doing something wrong here. Yeah. I need to like fix that myself. Yeah. That was definitely an orgo for me. Yeah. I would. I'm a crammer. So I would always, I would, I would like, you know how Gen Chem has that like Echo 360? So yeah. I would never go to class. And if I did, I would just sleep through it. Um, yeah, so and then, are good napping, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the day before, I would just study 16 hours straight. Like, wow. I would just, I would just grind like all yeah. the stuff and do the things um, and like exams, practice exams. And like, I would just do the test and I did really well. And then Orgo, you can't do that. So. Right. I got I got shafted on the first exam, so I was like, no, no, no. So I, I was like, okay, I'll do it. I was, I was still cramming. I was like, yeah. I didn't go to class. I still did, I just went from one day to three days. Hey, that's like that's that's, good. that's yeah. ideal. Yeah, I really yeah. Most time span study for exam is like three days ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's if you, yeah, if you only have to study for one exam, three days ahead, it's a good start. Yeah. So. That's, yeah. Oh. Speaking of GPA, what do you guys think about like cases GPA rule where there's like no A minus, B plus? Because I've talked with a lot of my friends that don't go to case and they all have an A minus B plus system. And I mean, I know case isn't the only school, but it's one of the few schools that has it, which I was like very surprised. And definitely looking like back at my GPA, if I didn't have. If there was an A minus system, like definitely my GPA would have been lower. Um, Way lower? Yeah, if there was, oh, okay, if there okay. was. Well, do you think that like, get the goal, right? Realistically, as a college student, you want to get a ninety in every class because that means you put enough work in to get the best GPA you could, but not enough for like anything above a ninety, waste of time, right? Realistically, yeah. like, you get ninety three, well, you'd have to be that good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, do you think that like you know you would have like aimed to get those ninety three so you can get an yes. A? Instead of getting definitely, a so I think like that. It's hard to say based on the actual GPA now. Personally, I think that at least like my freshman year, there were a lot of classes. I think I've been my freshman like, like what we were saying my freshman year was kind of rough, right? Mm-hmm. But um, there were a lot, a lot of like a few classes freshman year where it was like eighty nine, eighty seven or something. And I was yeah. like, bro, like putting it like just like you know that's like a fraction of like a yeah. few points off the test. You know what I mean, like. So that yeah. sucks. So in those cases, I feel like it'd be nice to get get pluses. So yeah, same with me too. Like one class, I have a 9.5, and he didn't round up. So oh. I just got a B, which is a 3.0, and I was that so yeah. tea about it. So well, I guess so, uh, uh, as the last question is, we all went through the college applying uh, process, and we're all seniors now. So we we almost finished college. We know what's experience like. Yeah. Is college worth it? Right? Mm, I think if you know what you want to do, no, it's not worth it. Really? Yeah. You knew you wanted to be a doctor. Huh? Oh, but yeah, that's why. <laughs> but no, no, I know. But like, there's oh. no other way for me yeah, to yeah. go to, doctor, yeah, yes. become a doctor other than go to school. But like, let's say like you want to be like a producer. Mm. I feel like you don't necessarily need to go to college. You can probably like, you know, test out like, do it like you know how we do it here like you're not taking a course for this you can like definitely improve on it but like definitely taking classes maybe at, like at school would be helpful like learning the technicalities but you can also do that at community college mm-hmm. for way cheaper i don't think yeah. you can do oh, it at a college and major it necessarily a lot of online resources yeah that, like, exactly it can help or help teach you so i think it's like realistically it might be it's more important for those jobs that are like requiring you. So like, yeah. you need to be a doctor, you need to go to undergrad, yeah. unfortunately, right? Or like, well, I guess fortunately, because I don't want any doctor that's not. <laughs> but there are, I think most jobs you can probably learn, you probably do without yeah. a college degree, realistically. However, nowadays it's becoming more popular. Yeah, it's it like more of a requirement yeah. to have an undergraduate degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're t- I was I was reading about this and like the reason why like our marriage years like the years that we get married are getting like older and older is because everyone is not just going out of college and then getting a job and then like working for a couple years and then like getting married it's everyone's going to college finish undergrad go to graduate school finish that and then you start working like in your late 20s and then you and then you marry in your 30s 
So like that's why it's like everything is getting like pushed yeah, back. Yeah. The like yeah, the expectations well. are getting higher and like things are getting more competitive. So you need to like stand out by going to graduate school and like doing other yeah. stuff. That's why I think like I th- to your point. So I, to your question, like in relating it to that point, I think maybe like unfortunately college is necessary in a lot of cases, and you can get a lot of it. It's a lot of like how much you put in, you get out. However, I don't necessarily think that students need to. And this is coming from someone who thought that, like, you know, better rank on the on the fucking U.S. News college ranking, that means you're a better person. So basically, <laughs> basically, how my mind correlated it. I don't necessarily think that it's it's as worthwhile. Like, yeah. yeah, I think you can go to like as long as you like, as long as you can have that drive and you can you're, you're sure of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, not sure of yourself. You figure yourself. You figure out a lot about yourself during college, but I don't think the actual name of your school matters as much as. Yeah, I feel like uh, college in general is just like a process or like a process you have to go through. Like, and uh, the best thing about college, or the thing make college worth it, it's the connection you're gonna make. Yeah, the people and the connection, and uh, like the being able to put in the same location of like like like-minded individuals who are also kind of like driven and like passionate about something different than Mm -hmm. you are. It's really very helpful, and. But in terms of like job wise, if you start working at when you're 18, and by the end of 22, like someone is like fresh out of college, mm-hmm. probably with zero experience, mm-hmm. and you with like four years experience, you get four years ahead of them. Yeah. That's mean like four years of race, four years of pay. Mm-hmm. At that point, you like a senior. You become like a senior in like the company or something already. Yeah. And like another thing, like you can get. Uh, for example, like a Google certification for like data analysts, and they and like a lot of companies consider that as like a four years college, and you can yeah. take that certification in like six months. Yeah. And another thing is like community college and trade school is very underrated. Yeah. It is. If you learn how to be like an electric technician or like an HVAC technician, that's like a seventy k a year job sure. instantly out of like a year and a half school. Right, and you can like. There's even like chance to go up even higher. That's actually now with like labor shortage and like no really experience or skilled labor. Mm-hmm. Right. One of the things you're saying about the dual certification reminded me that you know Danielle's brother uh, Don, he dropped out of college like mm-hmm. once or twice. Went to like some boot camp in like California for like coding, uh, and it guarantees you a job after. Now he's like making. Easily like six figures, like he made two hundred k above more than two hundred k. Working as like a computer science and software engineer. That's cool. So like, not to. So I feel like anyone who's watching this for the purpose of learning about applying to colleges is probably hard to say I'm going to college. Which to be fair, like do it. Like you know, I wouldn't change what I do. Like, I, I wouldn't not go to college. But <laughs> there are definitely other options out there. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I, I don't think I don't think people should be pressured into going to college. Yeah, college mm-hmm. is not the only option you have. You know. Yeah, you can. I mean, like, there's like a YouTuber who didn't go to college, and like he start uh, working at a real estate agent, and now he's now he's like uh, multi millionaires. Wow, he's yeah. doing YouTube and real estate. Yeah, and like too bad not everyone can do YouTube and real estate. Real estate, real estate, real estate is, is, is I think it's really fun. the biggest group of dumb rich people. <laughs> I wanted to do real yeah, estate. Yes. I did get my license, but then. I, it would only been valid in Pennsylvania and yeah. Ohio, so this is a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, I think that's the end of a podcast. So let's see, we should still go into the sign off already. It is still going. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I think we got very off topic a lot of points today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I hope this is at least a little bit helpful or interesting for those of you applying to college or starting college. Um, feel free to leave comments below um, about. You know, any questions you might have about applying to college, being in college, um, differences between high school and college. Yeah, maybe, I mean, last thing I want to say is, like, I know if you were applying college or you starting college, I know you were, like, anxious, nervous, and, like, yeah. a lot of things. My big advice, just do it. Like, yeah. just try it out. Just do it. If you don't like it, you know it. But if you like it, that's great things, right? So just try because yeah, oh you're already you're already there why not do it you know? yeah and I don't know I don't think they 
like you were saying before, like, you know, was that nervous and I, like, applied that I wouldn't get anywhere. Like, don't be nervous like that. Like, worst case scenario, like, I'm actually envious of people who are able to take gap years. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, if you somehow, you know, don't get into any college, like, take some time off. Like, maybe get a job. If you like it, great. Maybe you can do it. If not, you can just apply to college again. Like, there are a lot of paths in life. I think I'm finally realizing now that, like, I sh- should take time to figure out. Yeah, it takes time for you to get right. where you should be. Where you want, right? where you want yeah. yeah. So, yeah, with that, Hobbit, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> no problem. Um, we'll definitely have you on again. We'll do it. We'll be a Kendo podcast <laughs> at sure. some point. Um, all right. Thank you guys for watching, and we will see you next time.